Hey, welcome to Team Time. Bringing you news as news and talks with them. Well, today hasn't brought any um any particularly substantial rumors, but the only thing there's seven is about Mr. Diaby and another pursuit of him. The price point to to make a transfer has been in, has been consistent. It's been said that it's supposed to be in the between fifty to sixty million pound range. Um, but also now there's news coming out that to convince Musa Diaby to join this is going to be extremely difficult. As he wants Champions League football, which Liverpool cannot offer, and buy Leverkusen can. As well as, um, he doesn't want to risk his place within the French national squad. As the World Cup's coming up, he's in the squad right now. He's in red hot form. He plays in the league that he knows, and he knows that he's thriving. He hasn't picked up any injuries either so you know everything is is that right now is so perfectly for him and I can understand that that uh, mindset because all you have to do is remember many years ago it's not a Newcastle player but Sean Wright Phillips when he used to play for Man City and he made the move to Chelsea in the World Cup year and his career totally Went off the track after that move to Chelsea, and he had quite a good season as well, I believe, when he just joined them. But everything just went wrong for him, so I can understand Mosa Diaby would not want to risk everything he's built up, especially over the past 12 months. Even though the move, in terms of monetary, the monetary aspect would definitely be good. He, he, he can't afford to risk everything that he's built. If if you're looking at it from that diet, that um aspect. So uh, I'll continue to monitor the situation uh, as I'm sure you will as well. But it's looking more and more unlikely that he will be joining Newcastle. I don't it's unfortunate, but it's one of those things. Maybe if he's still available come next summer, then Newcastle will want to then look at him because he would be a brilliant marquee statement signing to bring. And further news, there's been talk of outgoing that Dwight Gale might be going to Watford. It was more, it was most likely been a loan deal, as he still had two years to go in his contract. I think Watford would have to take him because he, he knows how to score at that level. He'd be an impact player, whether he's starting or off the bench for a championship team. He, and he definitely brings a level of professionalism to them because he's shown during this time. Where he has he has been getting many minutes. He's constantly being trained, constantly being available for for the manager. And I want to get some a pitch, even though 
for this game is Vinicius. We're gonna see Will try and be as effective as he can be. You know? So we'll see what happens there, but it's it's going to be difficult for Newcastle to get players like Dwight Gale, Keon Clark, Defender, Oscar Brooks because they're on Premier League wages and they're not inclined to reduce their pay. Even though Newcastle will want them off the books, it's just a reality that you, they're on the contract, so they they want their con contract fulfilled. Hopefully, Newcastle can work out some, you know, they they can work out a way to pay pay some off the contract, and whoever the loan player to pick up the rest. Which is, which is gonna just be um, done in order to get get them minutes, and hopefully after that they'll be more interested in saying I prefer to play than worry about how much I'm getting. There's been talk of Marco Asensio. He's in the last twelve months of his contract at Real Madrid, but. I don't see this having much much substance. Even though he's shown that he's a quality player, his wages I believe are quite high as well. As I, I don't think Eddie Howe would necessarily be interested in him. He's had quite a f he's been quite sporadic I believe over the past season. So I don't see that happening personally. I think it's just um the Spanish media agent talk trying to drum up interest in a player whose career is not spiraling downwards but he's, he's having a bit of a hard time at the moment. There's been talk of um, Callum Hudson as well because that as Newcastle's next option in case the pursuit of Anthony Gordon fails. I believe that it's unlikely that Newcastle will be able to prize Anthony Gordon away from Everton because they've just sold the Charleston and that connection that Anthony Gordon has to the Everton fans too much to go off. I didn't show that he's had a breakout season and he showed that he's capable of playing at the Premier League level and there's an upper room for improvement. He knows that he's definitely going to be starting there. Or, or then from the other first team at the very least. And even if Newcastle do buy him, he's still quite a risk. He's had just one good, good season, if you can call it that, for very much struggling everything. I do believe he's got a talent and a lot of potential. But as you see a chance I don't see happening. Callum Hudson could happen, but his wages may be a sticking point. He may have to more probably join unknown. But then again, Newcastle are also trying to pursue Armando Rojas or the their choice for me. Chelsea may want to a decent fee for Callum Hudson It's most likely he, he should move if Raheem Sterling joins Chelsea. So, because his minutes were severely reduced. 
Well, he may choose to stay because uh, quite a few Chelsea players have done that. And Ruben Loftus Chief, even though he's started to get minutes, he stayed there for quite a while. And the former Newcastle Lonely Kennedy, he's he's still a Chelsea player, which I, when I found out, I, I couldn't believe it. I thought he'd moved on. But yeah, he's still playing for Chelsea at this moment in time. And even though his second loss well, wasn't that good, he's definitely a player there in Kennedy. And the fact that he's chosen to remain on those good wages at Chelsea shows that some players may not want the minutes that much. They're just happy to get the wage, which is understandable because money talks and there is no reason to give up that money that you earn. Just, just because a team has decided that they're no longer wanted. It's, it's a catch-22 type situation, unfortunately. Uh, it's something that I may discuss another time. But, on top of the news, there's, the, um, there's been also talk of two uh, midfielders and Bubakar Traore of Nets, who have recently been relegated from the, uh, the French League 1. He's supposedly... I saw a little clip of him on YouTube. He looks quite um, composed in possession. He moves the ball quickly and strangling the tackle. He looks like an interesting prospect, but it's also unlikely as I don't see Newcastle going for any something further. Newcastle also needs to to Mohamed Kamara of uh, RB Salzburg. He's a midfielder that's been licensed to N'Golo Kante. He's a um, I also saw a, a few clips of him. He's quite quick and decisive with the ball. Gets his head up really quickly. And, you know, he's very. From the clips I saw, which are always positive, <laughs> he's on YouTube. He, he moves the ball quickly. And he, and he, you know, he likes to. He likes to move the ball forward with as much um, intensity as possible. He looks like an interesting player, but once again, I don't believe that Newcastle are interested. But the centre midfield department is quite well stacked at the moment. It's most likely that next summer, Newcastle will maybe work out get another centre midfielder. John just shall he may get a contract extension, but it's unlikely, I believe. But we never know. He, he may have a really steady season coming in. But with Chandra Shelby, Joe Linton, Dino Gimaraj, Joe Willock, Sean Longstaff, that's five centimetre shoulders that off the top of my head. There may be somebody else that I'm missing. But to add a six is, is very unlikely. Plus, Eddie Howe 
seems like he wants to try and look at some of the youngsters to be that sixth centre midfielder. You've got Lucas Duval, um, Joe White, who may be fighting for that centre midfield fringe role. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. It, it, it may be that I'm totally wrong, but I just don't see Lucas Duval coming to the centre midfielder in this transfer window. But they've already trying to ship out Matty Longster. You know, so if he's already been deemed just totally not good enough, not even to even look at during preseason, it seems like Eddie Howe knows exactly what he wants, which is really important and and shows that he is ruthless in terms of what he's trying to execute in terms of his plan for Newcastle going forward. Also. There's the there's going to be a friendly against Gatehead Gateshead on Saturday. Unfortunately, it's not going to be broadcast anywhere. It's a closed behind closed doors match. But I'll be looking out for the the reports to see how the players performed as well as whether any of the new signings played and how they're gelling or or how they've looked. But yeah, that's that's everything that I've I've observed today. So once again, thank you for listening. Wherever you are, have a good morning, afternoon, evening, or night. Peace.